Okay, are you recording? Okay, I see little soundy things. Is it good? So I, I hope we're good. Are I we guess good? we're good. I think we're good. I mean, it's moving. I mean, I'm and sure it's recording. Are we good is like a whole other question in and of itself. I know. That is an, that's something I can't answer for you, Sarah. I can't answer that for myself. How can I answer that for another human being? I don't know. I mean, just in general with the show, too. Are we good, y'all? Who knows? Leave us a review. <laughs> Girl. Hi, Hi everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is Dead, Dead Time, Time Stories. Stories. A weekly podcast where Sarah and I get together and we talk about ghost stories, true crime, murders, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, supernatural, just spooky, eerie, or just generally weird, whatever it is we feel like talking about. Because it's our show. And not yours. I have so so much banter this week that my banter is just going to take over my storytelling segment. So I'm going to let you talk about banter. All right. Well, my banter is something I found on Reddit this week that I really liked a lot. And per usual, this should also be called like Reddit stories or dead time stories provided by Reddit. (laughs) Sponsored by. Sponsored by Reddit. But no, this is about this patent made by this woman in 19, I think she did it in 1929. Oh, 1927 she filed for the patent. Uh, And it was a patent filed by this woman named Helene Adelaide Shelby. And her patent was an invention that would help uh, coerce, oh no, coerce is the wrong word, that would help get criminals to confess to their crimes. Right? So you remember the story I told? I remember that you said the word coerce. Do go on. (laughs) Well, because it ends up not being made because they're like coercing people into confessing isn't a confession. Anyways. Isn't a confession. Yeah. No, accurate. But the story that I told a few weeks ago about the three women who were murdered in the middle of the day in their home and they tried to get the men to confess by taking the two men into the room with the one woman who died without them knowing that she was dead and like presenting her, presenting them with her dead body to make them confess and then putting the other guy in a makeshift haunted house with a hired ghost. Yes. So this woman patented an invention that basically put the criminal in the room and then has this, it's a human skeleton place standing in front of the person, the criminal, but the way that they would light it and the way that the curtain, they would be behind a curtain, the curtain would raise and then the skeleton would be lighted from the bottom and the top so that it would look like a ghostly superstition. It would have red glowing eyes and behind the skeleton would be sitting the interrogator talking through the skeleton trying to get the criminal to confess to their crimes because they would have to, they would be so scared in front of a skeleton and the mouth is supposed to move and it's supposed to also have a, like a camera in the eyes to then 
catch record and record the confession. Sure. the confession so that it would hold up like, in court. I'm sorry, so I killed you. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, surprisingly <laughs> enough, stupid. it was never actually made, but we've got a lot of her sketches and figures because she did request and got a patent for this invention. <laughs> and I keep my rolling f- my eyes, everybody. <laughs> like it's how preposterous so this great. Is. It's so, and first off, props because the woman was like, you know what? I know how I'm going to get these people to confess. I'm going to put a skeleton in front I'm a of spook them. Em. I'm going to spook them. Everybody em. gets spooked spook when they see a skeleton. Good. She said it was a figure in the form of a skeleton um, to make it seem like an apparition. Right. Uh, The skeleton's eye sockets would contain red light bulbs for the purpose of importing an unnatural ghastly glow. Uh, It's supposed to also blink and the mouth would move. Uh, Again, this thing was never made, unfortunately... And she never invented anything else. Anything the, ever again. The only thing she invented was her skeleton interrogator. Um, she, <laughs> we don't know Is much Is that else. what it was called? No, the I don't think she called it. She didn't name it. She never named um, it. It just has the patent That's a number. shame because I, I love that name, actually. The skeleton interrogator. <laughs> Like a automaton constable skeleton yeah, it's, interrogator. It's not quite as uh, it's not quite as catchy as um, skeleterrogator, but it's you know it's up there. <laughs> um, so we don't know too much else about her other than she was a bit of a real estate maven, and she occasionally bet on horse races. And she died in Girl, 19- who did it? 1947, 20 years after her uh, invention. No other inventions, no other patents on file. Um, And in 1961, the Supreme Court ruled that coerced confessions are not admissible in court. Such as, you can't spook them into confessing. If you have to spook them, right. If you have to scare them into confessing, it doesn't count. It usually doesn't count. Um, And my favorite part of the Reddit thing that I saw, which was just like they normally do, which is an image with a little bit of text underneath it. It said um, a camera concealed in the skull was to record the confessions, and this person on the bottom tweeted, confess your sins to the crime skeleton. The crime skeleton. So, uh, the crime skeleton is my little bit of banter for today. And the fact that people were fucking crazy back in the ni- early 1900s would just oh, like, were like they? We're not they're not still spooking. crazy. I mean, they are now, but I don't think people we're are spooking. Crazy, period. We're spooking people but, with crime skeletons anymore <laughs> or putting them in a man-made haunted house with a hired ghost. So there's my banter. I love it. It puts Stephanie to sleep. I'm just, no, I am just that tired. <laughs> my life. My life makes me that tired. Girl, I feel every life is I'm tiring so right now. I'm so sleepy. You said you had a crazy dream. Yeah, I, I can talk about my crazy dream as part of banter. I was like, please do, because no one has messaged me to tell me what my dreams mean yet. So let's see. Maybe so, if you tell your dream, someone will message. I already, I hate myself for my dream because it makes me be like, am I racist? So I'm going to put oh, that out there. No. Um. So mind you, this is a dream. This isn't a real thing that happens. Uh, and I don't know what it says about me. But in my dream, I and my collective, like, work team, and not my real-life work team, but it was, like, in the dream, the people that I work with, right? Um, We were all taken hostage by, like, a terrorist group, and they were very similar to... uh, You've seen True Lies, right? 
Do you remember the terrorists from True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger no. and Jamie Lee Curtis? Okay. No. They're, they're definitely these generic 90s Middle Eastern men, yes. right? Um, and they have, like, taken, in this dream of mine, like, they had taken a bunch of us hostage, and it was in the workplace, right? And they told us that they were going to keep the men, and the men were going to be tortured. Like, they didn't get to leave. But the women got to, like, leave and go home every day, but had to, like, come back to come work. Back. Where, like, this was happening at work to other people. And it was it was complicated, right? Because I'm, I'm surrounded by a bunch of queer people, and we're like, well, who do they think are the men, and who do they think oh. are the women? And oh, no. then... On top of that, I'm like, I feel like we're all super American because some of us are like, okay, so, like, I could just go home and come back. Like, you're not going to torture me. But, like, they kept being like, yeah, but we're going to torture all these people. And you have to, like, think about that and go home and come back and know that that's happening. And we're and like, like, okay. <laughs> me and all these other people are like, but I get to go home, right? I get to- <laughs> like, I get to, like, leave and come back. Like, I don't have to, like, be here all the time. And they're like, right, but these people are going to be here all the time, and they're going to be tortured all the time. And you go home, but, like, this is where you have to come back to. And I was like, but I get to go eh. home. <laughs> like, and then I felt really awful when I woke up because I was like, I don't know, like, it was this weird, like, there were these weird terrorists, and I don't really feel that way about, like, Middle Eastern people at all, and then also, like, I wouldn't be okay with people being tortured at my job, I don't think, but I mean, I go to where I work right now every day, and it's pretty, it's torture, like, it's pretty bad, but I don't know, it was just, it had me feeling all sorts of complicated about myself, and I was like, what is this dream say about me because I obviously don't really feel that that way but dreams are weird man and you don't have any control over them or what happens in them and I was like does this say something about me that this was happening in my dream and even so like they weren't torturing everybody was that okay like they weren't just but then like who are the queer people like who are the men quote unquote and who are the women like who's leaving like I don't know I don't know it just had me feeling all kinds of weird and then that was my dream last night (laughs) And I told Val about it this morning, and they were like, okay. And I was like, I, I guess. Like, I mean, I got to go home. <laughs> like, it was weird. It was weird. I don't know. I feel bad um, for even having the dream that I had this zero control over. This pandemic is getting to us. It's making it's us weird, It's getting man. to us. Ooh. We weren't supposed so, to be in it this long. I mean, it's like other crazy. countries who are getting their shit together, but we're like, fuck because you, they we're listened America. to scientists and wore masks and stayed home. Yeah. Something to be said but for that, like, man. America is go big and don't stay the fuck home. So. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> we, I think I told you, but we watched me, Charlie, and his roommate watch Team America a week or so ago. I think you told me about it Ooh. and how it doesn't hold up well. <laughs> It's, it's hard. I mean, it's, okay, so what does this say about me? It's funny. There are parts that are really funny. There are parts that are still really funny. That are still really funny. There are parts that are like, horribly racist. so racist. And then also just like, there are other things that maybe I didn't notice because I wasn't necessarily looking for them when I was first watching this movie, but... It's just like America fucks everything up. Like everything yes. that they touch, they're destroying. Fuck it up. Yeah. And it's just like that's uh that's that's about right. 
Yep. It's pretty legit. That was pretty this, spot on. This is home. This is this is yeah. my home. Well, uh, pretty accurate. Uh, yeah. That's what it's like here, y'all, for anyone who's not in the States right um, now. Facebook, I'm in this picture, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Untag, please. That's, like, my favorite response to things on Facebook. I'm in this picture, and I don't that, like it. Where it's, like, you know, you reporting a picture to Facebook, and it's, like, what's wrong with this picture? It's offensive. I don't want to see it. I'm in this picture, and I don't like it. Yeah, so that's America. I know we do have a few people who listen to our show who are not Americans. And I mean, good for you, man. (laughs) Uh, And just so you, like, I, hey, man, I know that we're a joke to the rest of the world. And, like, I get it. Like, I hope hope you don't ever listen to our show and think that we're like, America, fuck yeah. (laughs) We get it. Coming along to save the motherfucking day, yeah. Like Not true. That we F- fake news. Get it. <laughs> so thanks for supporting our show. Thanks for helping keep us alive, because our country's going to hell in a handbasket. Well, with that being said, with that hey, being Sarah, said, Stephanie, Sarah, Sarah, Stephanie, Sarah, Stephanie, Leslie, Leslie. Y'all, y'all ready, ready to, to talk, talk about, about some, some ghosts? ghosts? Y'all ready to talk about some ghosts? On Friday, we're going to have another sound bite. Oh my God, I know. So I was going to say, do we want to like. We'll uh, say it at the end. We'll say it at the end. At the end of the podcast, right? right, the end, right. The we'll end, end. So you have to listen yeah. to the full podcast to. Uh, this is a teaser. To Ooh. hear what's coming. Yeah, man. Coming up next, after we tell these other stories first. So I had something that I was going to talk about today, but I feel like I know somebody who could do it better justice. Like I can't do that story justice. So I want to invite that person to come back on our show again. It's somebody who's been here in the past. I would so love that. we don't do this very often, but instead of like a, a story today, my, I mean, I'm going to tell you a story. It's a whole story. But, but Stephanie's going to talk about herself. I'm just kidding. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I was going to say it's not a crime, but girl, it is a crime. You're getting um, robbed of getting a home. Robbed. So I today I'm going to talk about my experience apartment hunting with my partner this year. It's a big, scary world for that out there. It is a big, scary world. Oh, my gosh, y'all. So first of all, you have to understand, like, I've never had a terrible amount of trouble finding a new place to live. I'm pretty good at finding apartments. I find them on Craigslist. I found them on Facebook. Like, I found them where wherever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've never worked with a realtor to find an apartment. I just find an apartment. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, I've never worked with a realtor. That seems very adult and foreign to me. I can understand working with a realtor to find a house, but not to find an apartment, right? We're not buying, we're renting. Um, so I'm just kind of like, mm, what's in it for you? So anyway. <laughs> exactly. What is it like? And I'm looking to not even rent an expensive apartment. I need a cheap apartment. What is Girl. in this for you? $10? So this year, um, and I understand because Corona and things are crazy. I have never had this much trouble finding a place to live as we have had this year. Like, it's been nuts. And we've been looking. I know you usually don't find something until the month before because everything, like, snatches up by people who are going to move in sooner. And that's, like, always been a thing. But we've been looking roughly since the end of July. And here we are mid-August, right? Because we need to move out at the end of August. So we're, we're at the deadline now. And, like, we've seen a bunch of places. And the first place that we saw 
Which, again, this was, like, back in the beginning of um, July. Yeah. Uh, so we, so sorry, we started looking at the end of June and we looked through July, like started seriously looking in July, but we saw this place like in the beginning of July that we absolutely loved and it was right in our price range. But what, of course, the person like showing the apartment didn't tell us because they want as many people looking at the apartment as possible was that somebody was already like moving on that apartment, like had applied. Uh, I fucking hate that. I know, I know. It's such a waste of time. Yes. So, like, we were like, okay, we want this apartment. And then it was this shuffle of, like, okay, well, when can we move in? Because they can move in this weekend, and we can't move until mid-August. Well, they offered more, like, $50 more in rent. Do we want to offer more in rent? Do we want to, like, how do we want to? And we just kind of had to, like, let it go. And it was really Mm -hmm. frustrating because, like, that place was perfect, like, where we wanted it location-wise. It was within the budget. It was the amount of space we wanted, like, Fairly updated, whatever. And my partner and I, um, Val, like, we've gone back and forth a lot on, like, what exactly is our budget and what exactly are things that we demand? Like, what are, what can we, bu- like, what can we move on and what are things that it's like, no, I, if I'm going to move into this place, it has to have X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And one of the things that we agreed on pretty quickly is that we, uh, it obviously has to have laundry. I won't live in a place without laundry anymore. It has to have a dishwasher, which I've never had a dishwasher since living up north and I've never demanded it. But my partner and I have started, like, we do a lot of baking. Like, we bake a lot and we sell a lot of baked goods. So, like, a legit kitchen with a dishwasher, like, it's not a dishwasher for for us anymore for personal use, like business wise, we can't afford to keep washing dishes. So, like we need a dishwasher. So like I we could had, not live without a dishwasher. I have oh to my have God. it. It's not never like not at not at this time. Like I can't. So yeah. I was like, I did those two years in hoarder without it and it was awful. I'm never going back. <laughs> so remember, we live in Philadelphia. You know this, Sarah, but like you, the listener, we live listener. in Philadelphia and my partner and I live in the city. Like we mm-hmm. don't live out really in the burbs. Like we live pretty much in the city. So we're within pretty good walking distance of like most of the things that we'd want to do within the city. Any further mm-hmm. away would be like kind of a trek. But we're here, like we're doing it. So (laughs) the main reason we want to leave the place that we're in is because it doesn't have a dishwasher and because it's just set up really weird. Like the spacing is very awkward. The house is portioned weird. There's little half steps everywhere. People always trip on everything in our fucking house because there's a half step here and a half step there. It's weird. So looking at apartments (laughs) and nothing has been like, quite right since that first apartment and of course we've compared everything to, to it apartment. we're like it's not as good as that so we saw one apartment like val has been really picky about the stairs like how narrow the stairway is mm-hmm. which i'm like okay i get that and then one thing that they hadn't said was a deal breaker for them until we were in a place was that like they don't want to be in an apartment like they don't want to share an entrance they want to be in a townhouse or a house, like a row home, where oh. we have our own entrance, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so no duplex, nothing where, like, we have to share a front door with somebody. Even if the front door comes in and then there's two separate front doors, 
Val yeah. does not want that. And I was like, okay, okay, well, now we have to adjust what we're looking for because you never said that before. So, like, so there's been little tweaks and, like, good luck, bad luck. Like, it's been crazy. So we saw one apartment where, like, we loved the, like, every house has had, like, one thing about it that we loved, but then, like, we couldn't get over something else. Like, there was this one that had an incredible bathtub, but the backyard was, like, all gravel. And I don't mean gravel, oh. like... like normal even I mean like it was like there were I don't know how many feet of rocks the backyard was like down like I feel like I could sink into the rocks or be buried in rocks like that's right that's what the backyard was like it was just rocks right where I was like uh and I don't mean like our backyard now has rocks but I mean Mm -hmm. it's like an inch or two of rocks and then there's dirt this felt like there were feet of rocks like I could be buried in the rocks it just made me feel weird like Like, I felt like I was sinking when I would walk across the backyard I was like I don't like this right so we passed on that house then um we saw one where just everything was really narrow and we were like okay this is weird um we saw two yesterday one of them we were looking in and we're like, okay, the kitchen is really skinny. I don't know if we can do this, but the back air- yard area looks pretty cool. So, like, let's take a look at the backyard. So, as soon as the guy let us in to look at the house, we walk in and Val walks up to the window to look at the backyard. And Val's like, oh. And I was like, what? And Val's like, there's a needle back there. And there was just a, a syringe. <gasps> a syringe. Like somebody was shooting yep. up in the alley behind the yard, oh, and, and just then like threw, it. threw the needle over the fence. Right, that was how I Ugh. took it. And yeah, I don't like that. Uh, we don't like that, right? And upon hearing that, I'm sure he thought he was trying to like lighten the mood. <gasps> but the guy showing us the apartment was like, "Hey, is there anything left in there?" Oh no! Bad joke, bad joke, bad joke, bad joke. Right. The it room. was oh. so bad. Right. Where Val was like, I, ob- like, you know, obviously I've never done heroin and I haven't like lost anyone to heroin, yeah. but Val has. Like Val knows people who have like died from mm-hmm. heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. So like wrong, per- like wrong it was crowd. everything. Like the joke was a, it was not a good joke anyway. And also like, you don't know us like that. So like you probably shouldn't be making that kind of joke. Ugh. Super weird. There also wasn't a fridge in there. And we are like, are they going to put a fridge in? Which we knew there wasn't a washer and dryer. Like there were hookups. So if we had to bring a washer and dryer, okay. Like I'd rather not, yeah. but maybe I can deal with that. A refrigerator? What the Who? fuck? No. I've never heard of BYO refrigerator. Like no. that's never been a thing. Not that for I've an apartment. Of. No. Get the fuck out of here. So. I'm not buying a house. That was a no. So then today we had four appointments set up to see how uh, to see apartments to see houses, right? And I say apartment, but like they're row homes because yeah. my partner doesn't want to live in an apartment, as we've clarified. So <laughs> yesterday I was like, you know what? I am manifesting it. We are finding our new place tomorrow. We're gonna go out. We're gonna have a good day. We've got four spaces to look at, and like one of them is gonna work. Okay. Yeah. So the first space that we looked at, that's the one that I said was probably haunted. And it's probably the one we're going to live in. So. No, stop it. So that one, it's 
It's huge, but everything is old. Now it has a dishwasher, it has a washer dryer, it has everything. The kitchen is huge. The entire house is big. It is a four bedroom house with one oh, and a wow. half bath. Yes, and a basement. It is not a finished basement. Um, but the washer and dryer are on the first floor. They're not in the basement. So we don't have to take the laundry all the way from the top floor yeah. to the basement and back. We just have to take it to the first floor and back, which is pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially considering a, the basement's haunted. The basement is haunted. Uh, but the house is huge. It has a living room, a dining room, and a kitchen. Mm-hmm. The kitchen, what I like about the kitchen is... The countertops don't go around a corner. It's one, like, it's the wall is lined with countertop and appliances, kitchen, or, like, refrigerator, oven, whatever. It doesn't, like, hook around the corner where there's, like, a fridge here. So, do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're all lined up against one wall. And I'm like, I like that because it gives us more space because we're always trying to, like, do multiple things in the kitchen and we're, like, bumping into each other. Mm -hmm. But if it's a long counter space, we have room next to each other. We don't have to, like, run into each other. Um... But yes, I went down to the basement and I was like, mm, basement's a little eerie. And the basement, of course, is huge. And then at the back of the basement, it's like separated off where there's like a door and the door was open. Yes. But it's like a separate dark yes. room in the basement. Yes. And that is room. like, I, I walked in that room and I was like, there is absolutely a ghost in this room. Like this room is positively haunted like i i can feel it in my bones like, yep this that's how haunted. i felt about that little tiny room in mary angela's basement right a little side um, little tiny room yes, up in the front but that little haunted. side tiny room had a window to the outdoor so like there was some light in there mm-hmm. this room is just like there's no light in there it's just all the way at the back of the basement and oh. there's no window to the outside world it is just a creepy little murder closet oh my it's god it's so scary Um, And I was like, well, the good news is the washer and dryer are down here, so I don't ever have to come down in this basement. Like, this could be a purely storage space. And Val's like, yeah, like, I'd want to set it up to be, like, a little studio. I could do this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you you can do do whatever you want with this basement because I don't ever want to be down here because it is haunted AF. But you go upstairs, and there are four bedrooms, four bedrooms. And they're not, like, like, they're pretty decent-sized bedrooms. They're not super tiny. Um, and this is, like, in a very reasonable spot. It's maybe, um, I'd say it's, like, five blocks further south than we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty close to where we already are. Uh, the parking on that street doesn't have two-hour parking signs yet, so we could park oh. on our street. <laughs> right? I'm sure they'll put them in at some point. Um, so the next place we looked at, things were, like, it was a three-bedroom. Things were a little more modern. Um, it was like, okay, the street does have two hour parking on it. So we could either couldn't park on our street or we would have to get like a permit, which would take a little while. So like we couldn't park on our street at first. Yeah. And that's like, meh. Um, things were newer. The kitchen wasn't as exciting to me, but things were newer and it was like a smaller space. The third place we looked at. So... We were trying to park, and parking was already, like, shit. And there are, like, poles on the side, on the sidewalk. So you're, but you have to park, like, on the sidewalk. So you're like, how close can I get to the pole? This is really infuriating. So I left Val there with the realtor, and I was like, I'm going to go park. And I, like, go around the corner and I park. 
And I come up and I'm like, okay, am I at the right house? Okay, this is really nice. And I come in the front door and the living room is absolutely beautiful. And Val's like, babe. And I was like, yes. And then Val's like, babe. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And Val, uh, Val's like, I want you to do me a favor. Go to the basement and walk to the washer and dryer. That's all I want you to do. And I was like, mm, okay. Uh, okay. So I walk through this beautiful living room. I go over where the basement for the door, uh, where the basement door is. I already hate the basement door. It's not like a door door. It's one of those like fan kind of yes. doors. Ew, you know okay. what I mean? But like one of those plastic ones. Yep. What the it fuck? It was gross. So then door. I like open that and I was like, well, I'd rip you out right away. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going down the basement stairs. I'm like, yeah, these basement stairs suck. And then I get to the basement. <laughs> and. Is it like super slanted? No. So I'm standing in the basement. I'm at the bottom of the stairs. And you know how sometimes you have to like duck to go in, do, go down into the basement? Standing in the basement, the basement is like, the roof is like where my shoulders are. <gasps> like, what? I could not stand up in the basement. And I didn't even try to like walk to the washer and dryer. And I was like, yeah, that's a no. Now, mind you, everyone, I am very, I am tall. I'm 5'10". I'm pretty tall. But, like, my partner is 5'7". Our realtor is, like, 5'4". So she was able to, like, walk She's like, this the- is fine. <laughs> right. She was like, it's a little tight, but. Bitch, right. that and is a, not a little a, tight. Right. That I was like, like, I would never, ever, ever come down here. You would always have to be the one moving the laundry. Because I would never come down into this basement. No. Because you're going to have to walk, like, bent over just to get to the washer dryer. No. Fuck right. that. Absolutely not. So we were like, okay, well, this is a no. Like, we don't even really... We looked at the rest of the house because I was like, well, we're here. I'm going to look around. Yeah. But this is this but, is definitely a no. Yeah. Um, oh, God. They had to move that washer dryer in there. I know. So then we checked out the last place. And the last place was the place that I was the most excited about, just from the pictures, um, where it was a two-bedroom, um, but it was a two-bedroom, two-bath with a finished basement. And I was like, okay, like a finished basement could be a third bedroom. So I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Kitchen's really cool. One thing that was very different from every other place that I've seen is that the stairs weren't facing the front door. Like usually you walk in and the stairs are right there. It's like they were flipped. So you had to go to the back of the the living room to turn and come up the stairs, which was just weird. I don't hate it. I was just like, this is, this is different. Yeah, this is Um, different. The kitchen was lined up the same way where everything was along the wall, but everything was brand new and it was beautiful. And I love that. The downstairs bathroom had a shower. So it wasn't just Ooh. like a one, one and yeah. a half bath. There's a bathtub upstairs and a shower downstairs. Nice. But the backyard <laughs> is like maybe three feet by eight feet. Oh, it's teeny, 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 tiny. Like, you can't even open the back door the entire Aww. way because that's how close the fence is Aww. at the backyard. Right. Aww. Now, the nice thing is, every I mean, everything back there, which is, like, nothing, is new. Like, it's a brand new fence. Mm-hmm. It's freshly paved. Like, everything there is new. But there is no backyard. Like, there's yeah. enough room for us to keep our trash out there. Um, and I've talked about putting like a vertical garden up when we move Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can have a little vertical garden and we keep the trash back here, but that's it. There's nowhere to hang out outside. There's no front 
hangout space. There's no back hangout space. There's a ton of construction happening across the street, but that's what it's like where we are right now. Yeah. The kitchen was stunning. Like, I loved that kitchen, and it was set up the same way where it's, like, long along the wall, but everything was brand spanking friggin' new versus the other house where, like, the house is huge, but everything in it is really old. Mm -hmm. So... I think that's kind of where we are, is we're between Val, I think, is really, I not I think, I know. Val is really gunning for the old house. The old yeah. house that has, like, a ton of space, parentheses, with a haunted basement. I was like, yeah, but it has a ton of space and hasn't been leased yet because that shit's haunted and someone was because probably murdered there. There's also furniture in there where we're like, are they getting rid of the furniture because we don't want this shit in our house because it's haunted? It's haunted. It's haunted. They're trying to flip it. Someone was murdered there. That's why there's furniture. So uh, we may or may not be moving into a haunted house. <laughs> so just more that material was, for the show. That was Val's choice as far as like because of how big it is and how like the kitchen is huge. I mean, the house is is really big. Yeah. Four, like I said, four bedrooms. I'm like, it's crazy. One and a half bath, which is nice. But yeah, we're we're figuring our our shit out and it's it's life is crazy. But I may or may not be moving into a haunted house. Look at you. Um long story I short. Might uh, not be coming to visit you. TLDR. Oh, you better come to my haunted house. Are you, you kidding? You you went from so you went from a house where you found a cat skull in your backyard that may or may not have been murdered by your roommate. First now of all, I know it was my haunted. roommate's cat, okay? It's not, like, the mystery of, like, where did the... I know Oh, no, we know whose cat it was. We We're know just, it was the, the roommate's cat. We just don't know how. Right. She may or may not have murdered her cat. Sarah thinks she murdered her cat. I do, and now you're moving into a haunted house. What's the next thing gonna be? Where are you gonna go next? Well, hopefully the idea is that this is gonna be the last rental that we have... And then we're going to save up and and hopefully buy a house in a few years. That's well, the plan. Hopefully this house doesn't possess y'all or something. Hopefully. In the meantime. Hopefully, man. We'll see And if happens. it does, just know that it's Val's fault because Val really wanted it. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame Val entirely. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. No doubt about it. 100%. So that's my story for this week. Oh, that's her story. I have like anxiety just thinking about trying to find another apartment because I'm definitely in a place where I'm like, if I don't have to move again until I am like betrothed and shipped off to be married and then have buy a house, like I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay in this apartment. Yes. But you're also like way farther out than me. You're like out I am. in like... Like East Falls, right? Yeah, I'm like 17 minutes from the city. Right. Well, Which isn't terrible. Yeah. But I'm like, I want to get drunk and walk home. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I can do that. <laughs> you can. But like I perform and stuff yeah. down here. Like, you work This is closer. where like all the, all the cabaret gigs are, are in like the city proper. When they come back. When they come back. Right. Which I'm like, which ain't fucking happening right now anyway. But, you know. I like I like being in the city. I like being able to walk to the neighborhood. Who doesn't? It is what it is. So that's that's my story this week. I'm sorry it wasn't particularly spooky, but I mean, hey, it might be foreshadowing for me moving into a haunted house. Like, let's see what happens. We're gonna fucking find out. We'll see. Twenty twenty is full of crazy things, and when we tend to say things on this podcast, they come true. So you did this to yourself, right? But I. <laughs> 
I'm hoping that like by moving in and bringing a good energy and by not trying to evict the ghost that we're going to be able to have like a nice relationship. Maybe it'll be one of those ghosts that like does things for you, like makes up your bed for you. See, I don't even need it to like pay rent or like keep it. I'm just like, just you just keep to the basement, man. You just like you, you stay, stay down in there in your murder room, there, and I'll like feed you whatever, like you know, spirits. I guess. Just Why like, would you feed it? What is wrong know. with this ghost in your house? Why is it hungry? It's dead. I don't. You better know. be careful with it's your cats. It's gonna eat your cats. And don't tell me it's going to eat my cats. Well, you're the one who said you were going to feed it. I don't know. I was thinking like Babadook. <laughs> Doesn't the Babadook eat a cat? Um, No, it eats bugs. She It brings it like plates of bugs at the end of the movie, I'm pretty sure. That's weird. Yeah. I don't want a Babadook, okay? I'm trying to make peace with what's going to happen. Whatever. She did it. You heard it here first. <sighs> If we manifest things that come true on this podcast, then I'm putting it out there that it's a good spirit. It's a okay. nice ghost. Okay. It's my little Debbie house, okay? Aw, little Debbie house. Let me have my little Debbie house, okay, all right? little Debbie snack. You're a snack. That ghost's a snack. Sarah, what are you talking about this week? <laughs> Sexy ghosts. No. I'm talking about a murder. Oh, you so did say that. We're bringing so it down. buckle in. We're bringing it down, down, down. Um, this is, have you, you might've heard of this. I don't know. This is a Pennsylvania murder. Uh, these are known as the dreamland park murders. It sounds really familiar. People have, uh, a woman wrote a book about it. Yeah. I was like, you can find it on the internet, etc. But these are the dreamland park murders. And this happens at an abandoned amu- amusement park in Ruscombe Manor. I don't know if I'm saying Fuck. that right. Okay. Ruscombe, Ruscombe Manor, Ruscombe Manor Township, PA. Um, which is out kind of by the Reading area. Okay. Uh, the amusement park itself operated for less than 20 years before it ended up closing due to the owner's illegal gambling operations because Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a carousel and a few other little tiny rides, but it like wasn't anything crazy. So in August of 1969, at this point, the park is abandoned and it's in disarray. But there are still a few people who squat and use the area as a hangout. Of course. Yeah, as you do. And they use the area as a hangout. It's for a group, a motorcycle gang that called themselves the Pagans, um, which are just like teenagers. From what I could find, they were in like their 18 to like 25 at the time, all the people in the gang. Um, and one member of the motorcycle gang is a uh, named James Eways, and his father owned the land that the amusement park was on. So they were okay. able to just sort of hang out there. So on August 13th of 1969, four of these gang members members went out cruising, basically looking for trouble, looking for a girl to assault. Okay. The four men that are in this story, they're... They go by the name of Leroy Stoltzfus, Harlan Bailey, Robert Martinolik, and James Eways, whose dad owns the property. Yeah. So they go out cruising along Skyline Drive, and they stumble across a couple um, who's parked out in, like, a back. You know, they're out necking. 
Um, so they right. find this couple, Marilyn Sheckler, who's 18 at the time, and her boyfriend, Glenn Eckert, 20. They uh, abducted the couple. They forced Eckert to drive his car over to Leesport and abandon it at a train station where police would eventually find it on the 19th of August. They then all gathered back into the van and the three or the four men took turns raping Marilyn and they drove back to the abandoned amusement park planning to go up to the clubhouse to, we assume, assault her and probably assault and abuse Glenn. At this point, we're not totally sure what exactly happened because the four boys never gave the same story to the police on the exact turn of events and who did what and who killed who. Um, But what we do know is that when the four of them arrived to Dreamland Park, the police were there. The police were there to investigate a fight in the area that had taken place earlier in the day. So what we do know at this point is that when they saw the police, they split up and they took Marilyn and Glenn into the nearby woods and killed them. So they shot Glenn uh, in the head and then Marilyn was bludgeoned to death with a rock. We're not sure who exactly, again, delivered the fatal blows We're not sure who buried them, but we know that the four men were the ones uh, who were a part of it. Yeah. The Marilyn and Glenn were eventually reported missing. Uh, They found Glenn's car at the train station in Leesport on the 19th, but their bodies were not found until October 23rd. The police did have their clear suspects of the four boys and they arrested them. However, their stories wildly clashed with each other's, and the police were never able to get a clear picture of what exactly happened that night. James Eways and Harlan Bailey claimed that they left to find other transportation when they saw the cops, and that Stoltzfus and Martinovich were the ones that went into the couple and murdered them. However, Stoltz and Martinovich claimed that it was Eways and Bailey who went out into the woods and killed the couple. So you have the four of them and the two of two pairs of two blaming each other because Harlan Bailey and James Eways were willing to testify against the other two in the state trial. They were not charged with the murders. Leroy Stoltzfitz and Robert Martinovich were charged Robert Martinovich was charged and found guilty of murder in the first degree for the shooting of Glenn, and he was sentenced to life in prison. And Leroy Stoltzfus was charged and found guilty of first degree murder for Marilyn Sheckler, and also sentenced to life in prison. Eways and Bailey were both charged with rape, but because of the lack of evidence coupled with their willingness to testify in both of the murder trials, their cases never went to trial and they walked away scot-free. Shocking. Shocking. Right? And I'll let you go Ugh. ahead and t- and guess what the uh, ethnicity was of all four of these men, too. Oh, they were all white. Yep. All of them were white. Each Absolutely. Every one of them. Leroy Stoltzfitz maintained his innocence until his death in 2010 at the age of 61. I believe Martina Lich just died recently, um, but he also never confessed to the crime. We don't know 
who did what, yeah, what happened. But we know that he said he said he said he said he said he said because there's four of them, right? Um, but we do know that this happened, and it happened on Dreamland Park where the amusement park used to be. The ruins are still there to this day. You can go onto YouTube and they've got walkthroughs. It's very boring. There isn't much there. It wasn't much to begin with. And most people do not remember that area as the amusement park. They remember it for these the murder of this young couple. Yeah. Dang. Yep. Well. So there's my murder story to bring the tone down. And that's a good old Pennsylvania murder. Gotta love them. <sighs> fucking... And it's just... The more that I research these different murders, the more that I just have zero faith in our justice system. Just zero, 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 zero. These two, because they were willing to testify, they walked away. And that's... Scot-free. That's the thing. Like, our our justice system is, like, really messed up. And I know, like, I know I've talked about, like, O.J. Simpson a lot. Um, but because that case, I remember that very vividly when I was younger and I remember him getting off and I remember saying something to my mom about like, well, he didn't do it. Right. Like they, he was found not guilty. That means he She's didn't like, do it. That's not what that means. Correct. And my mom was like, just because he wasn't found guilty doesn't mean that he's innocent. And I was like, I was, you know, in elementary school, like I remember being like, well, what does that even mean? Like, how does that even work? Isn't that how our justice system works? Like, if you're in, if you go to jail, it's because you did it. And if you don't, it's because you didn't do it. And like, it's so much more complex than that. And yep. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Big, woof. big woof. Well, so that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Amazing, lighthearted other news. Stick around for this podcast if you hadn't intended to because yeah, right <laughs> you definitely want to be here next week y'all because next week we're going to announce it right now we have officially confirmed we are going to have Adol Rafai who plays Chunt Chunt baby on Hello from the Magic Tavern bear, bear, our bear, dreams bear. are coming true bing, bing bong. bong um we have talked about our love for this podcast from the very beginning the beginning it is an incredible incredible show I introduced Sarah to it. It's her favorite podcast. It's my favorite podcast. It stuck out to me because it was the first fictional podcast that I ever listened to. But it's like improv, super hilarious, really great. And we are going to have one of the stars of that podcast on our show next week. So we're freaking out. It's not Stephanie's favorite character on the podcast, but it's mine. Don't say that. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm going to make sure he knows. I'm just kidding. I, I don't have favorites. <laughs> Whatever. I have it on this podcast that you said Usador is your favorite. So. I do. I love Usador. But that doesn't Take mean I listen. don't also love Chunt. You're such a bitch. Cut this out. <laughs> I know that but you But again, won't. we can we can agree that neither one of our favorites is Arnie. So. <laughs> You're such a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, we are so excited. We're actually going to get Adol Rafai to come on the show. Big shout out to... Caitlin, who's to also Caitlin. been a guest on the show, because yes. she helped make this happen. So thank so you again so Caitlin much, Caitlin. Caitlin was on two episodes ago? Three. Because the, there was, the, she was on before had, Mary Angela. Mary Angela, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, Caitlin was amazing, and also not only is she a great person, but she, she happened us. to get us this sweet hookup where we're gonna and have this person on that oh we're God. super fucking excited about. We're so, so excited! Absolutely, tune in next week. If you haven't listened to any of Hello from the Magic Tavern yet, you have go a week. do that. You have a week to listen to two hundred plus episodes. Um, so, oh, way more than that. They're like and, on four seasons. It's crazy, they have but so it's many so good. It's so good. Anyway. Chunt, which is Adorify, he's going to be on next week. Super, super exciting. If you want more awesome things for this podcast, you should support us. And you can do that by subscribing to our Patreon. We have $1, $5, and $15 tiers. $1 gets you access to the Patreon-exclusive Facebook group, which is a great, amazing, fun time. Um, Me, Sarah... Colleen, Christina, my sister is there. Zach Simcoe is there, who still has not been on this show, if you can believe that. I know. It's weird. He supports from the sidelines. He supports from afar, but he is a big supporter and has been from day one, and he's amazing. Um, And he's in that group, and he kills it in there every day. Uh, And it's a really good time. And that's only a dollar a month. $5 a month gets you bonus content where you get to hear, I synced it. it. That's where once a month I get to describe a horror movie to Sarah that she's never seen. And then by the end of it, she feels like she has. And, of course, with the $5 tier, you also get the $1 tier. And then with the $15 tier, you get everything below. So the $15 tier has totally changed. So we've shifted the format of the ghost fart. So now instead of getting a physical ghost fart mailed to your house, you are going to have what I have created. It is a celebrity ghost fart that I'm going to illustrate every month. So I made the first one already. I've sent it to Sarah. <laughs> yep, it's it'll be by the time this comes out, it'll be available. It'll be to available all to all of our fifteen dollars Patreons, uh, patrons on Patreon, and then you also get bonus content from Christina called "Me Myself and YouTube," which is Christina telling you all about the crazy antics of YouTube influencers that you've never heard of who have tons of followers and make ungodly so amounts of weird. money yeah. and the drama surrounding them. Which is pretty exciting. But then, of course, we also have a website where you can buy merch from us at deadtimestories, with a Z, all one word, dot com. But we also know that corona is going on. Shit is crazy right now. And not everybody can afford to support us financially. And that is completely and totally understandable. So please, 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 even if you don't have any money, the best way you can support us that doesn't cost you a dime is to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And if you take a screenshot of that and send it to us, either at our email, deadtimestories at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram, we will send you a Deadtime Story sticker. So, yeah, you'll turn a profit. Like That's you, our long spiel. We have to, we paid money for those stickers and we pay money to send them to you while the post office still exists. And you just have to leave a five-star review on iTunes. That's all you have to do. It's so easy. So, yeah, that's it. That's my spiel. We're done here for this episode. That's it, guys. We're done forever. Tune in next week. It's going to be Adol Refai's show now. Please tune in next week to catch us with Adol Refai. It is going to be a blast. I cannot wait to hear what he's going to tell us. Oh, my God. Listen to us make an ass out of ourselves. I told you, I'm probably going to cry. Yeah, Sarah might cry. And he's going to be like, why did I agree to do this? He's going to be really uncomfortable. And then we will never hear from him again. And he might email us and ask us to delete the footage. To never. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't ever release this. I don't Don't. want my name associated with this. I'm in this podcast and I don't like it. Oh, my God. So that's it for our episode this week. 
Yeah. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And this has been, this has been Dead Time Stories. Thanks for listening. Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Heddens and Stephanie C. Ferguson. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Rennie Slackman. 